So I'm sitting here reading an article. Title is, Is There Life After Radio? And meanwhile, simultaneously texting my girlfriend about where I'm at, and she's working a full-time job right now, 50 hours a week. Meanwhile, I'm making $12 an hour to do afternoons at 25 hours a week. You can do the math and realize that I'm probably in the same situation as you. And the problem is, is where I'm at, they're used to getting me at a discount. And the title of this article that I'm reading is Their Life After Radio. And actually, it came out on the 17th of January of 2020. So this is pre-pandemic. This is written by a gentleman named Seth Resler, saying that he was in radio when he was 30 years old, fired from his position as program director at WBRU in Providence, that's Rhode Island, before taking the job, I was incredibly passionate about the medium. Somehow my brain was able to lock in the concept involved in radio programming in a way that was never able to master the mathematics or engineering of a foreign language. Radio was in my blood. And I think within that paragraph, we all can agree if we're in radio or media, it's in our blood to do it. And that's why we do it is because it comes so easy that we're like, man, this is awesome. Like... I mean, it's as simple as yesterday afternoon when I was on the air, I had a shopping list in my back pocket, and I was able to take that crumpled up piece of paper and turn it into a bit on the air and have amazing social media reaction from it on our station Facebook page. And I'm like, you know what? I am only making whatever an hour, but it's so rewarding with things like that. So... When we all got into radio, we did it because it was not only fun, but easy. And I mean, the money wasn't bad pre-2006, I would say. And this guy goes back to 2006 when he talked about getting fired from his program director job. Over the course of my tenure as program director, he says, I watched the industry change. Howard Stern, which is obviously a name all of us in radio will recognize, who hasn't seen the movie Private Parts, right? left terrestrial radio for satellite radio, leaving in his wake a trail of legendary stations that would never recover from the loss. And, I mean, <laughs> that's the truth. I just had a conversation on this new app that I'm not sure if any of you have heard about. It's called Clubhouse. And I was able to connect with a couple of radio executives last week, and one of them, actually, it was an on-air personality in Raleigh, North Carolina, and all the things that I was saying, he was like agreeing with. I'm like, okay, so I'm not alone. Radio is in a situation of an, uh, it's either adapt or die. <laughs> and to quote the movie Moneyball, that's what it is. And it's looking like a slow death right now because you have everyone in positions of authority not willing to what? Change, adapt. Even in times of where we're in a global pandemic and people, habit rate, habitual listeners, as I'm using air quotes, people that get in their car and drive to work are not doing that right now. They're staying at home. And what are we doing about it? We're still relying on PPM data. We're still relying on it. And, and not only pre-pandemic was that like not a thing, it's even less of a thing now because people aren't in their cars. Sure, they're hanging out at home. They have a pager on for PPM measuring, right? But 
Are they turning on a radio in their house? No. You know what they're doing? Hey, Alexa, play. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, what are we going to do at this point? Where is it going to go? And then you have the on-air personalities that are beating their heads against the wall because they're trying to do the best job that they can given the colors that they've been given to paint with. And let's be honest, they're worse than the primary colors. So this article goes on and on and on and on and on. And, I, and I've been trying to figure out what's, what's the career direction going to be for me. How am I not going to stay stagnant and work in a job where I'm making less than those pushing grocery carts at a supermarket? Because that's what it comes down to. But at the end of the day, you somehow get up and you do it over again. Why? Because you love what you do. And that's the truth. When you love what you do, the amount per hour doesn't even matter. But, I mean, it does matter because you have to make a living and make rent, right? I mean, even if it's not a mansion, if you're if you're happy where you're living or happy in the moment where you're living, you're like, you know what? I can do this a little bit longer. No harm done. But then the weeks turn into months, months turn into years, and you're staying stagnant. I'm relying on things like maybe a conversation with my boss after the the pandemic calms down and money starts being pumped back into the radio station. Hey, do you think you can put me on full time now? That shouldn't be what the questions I'm asking myself. The question that I should be asking is, what are you going to do? Get up and what are you going to do about it? What are you going to create for yourself? And if that's a conversation that you have with you, I mean, we're all kind of in the same situation at this point. But instead of sitting here and waiting for the industry to change, what can we do to change it? Maybe even kind of force the hand in it. There you go. That's all I got right now.